This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayechi, Tavshin Pei Beis. Find a very interesting Gemara in Tainus, Ham and Beis. The Gemara tells us of Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak having a meal together. And Rav Nachman turns to Rav Yitzchak and says, No, says about her, you have a lachat to want to say during the meal. And Rav Yitzchak looks at him and says, You're not allowed to talk during a meal. Because a person may eat something, it may go down the wrong throat, the wrong pipe, and it'll choke. So you're not allowed to speak during a meal. That was it for that meal, it was nice and quiet. But when the meal is over, Rav Yitzchak turns to Rav Nachman and says, You want an Allah? And I'll tell you Allah. Yaakov Avinu Lomes. Yaakov, our father, never died. So Rav Nachman hears this, he says, Really? So then who do they give a husband for him at Shrine? We find that they embalm somebody. Who do they embalm? After all, Yosef is one of the only people whose daddy turned into his mommy. Okay. And then they buried somebody. says they buried Yaakov. If Yaakov didn't die, who do they mourn over? Who do they embalm? Who do they bury? And if Yitzhak responds, what should I tell you? I'm dashing a Pasuk in Yirmiya, Periklam and Pasuk Yud. And he goes to the Gemara, goes to the Drasha. What's interesting is, the Rashi in our parsha says the same thing. Rashi, Perikman Tesh, Pasalam Gimel says, the Pasuk tells us, And Yaakov expired and he was gathered into his people. Rashi says, It doesn't say Misa. We find by Avramavinu it says, He expired and he died. We find by Yitzchak, He expired and he died. By Yaakov it says, he expired and he was gathered to his people. It says Rashi, It doesn't say that he died. Therefore, Vamar Razal, say our Rabbanim, Zechrein Lavracha, Yaakov Avinu Lomes. Yaakov didn't die. Now this doesn't make it any easier to understand. So what were the Gemara's questions? The Ramban asked these questions. Many Rishonim asked these questions. How could we say Yaakov Avinu didn't die when clearly somebody was embalmed? Somebody was buried in Mar Samachpela. The Psalm Sefer in Teres Meishan Parshat Tzavah says a very interesting thing. He says, we know that Avraham Avinu had problems with his children, some of his children, so did Yitzchak. Yaakov, when Yaakov died, he looks around and all his children and his grandchildren were growing in the way of the Torah. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu Lomes means that whenever Yaakov's children and grandchildren would do a mitzvah, Yaakov would gain from that. Yaakov would have a schus in that. Whenever they would learn a little, every minute that they learned, Yaakov would have a schuss in that, because they only did that because of what Yaakov taught them. And therefore, Yaakov in Olomais, Yaakov in continues to live on, because all his children, all his grandchildren, his descendants, they're all falling in the way of the Torah. And therefore, even though Yaakov, his body is not here, yet, in Shemayim, Yaakov Avinu continues to live on, Yaakov Avinu Lomais. With this concept, we can understand the Gemara in Chagiga, Tezvavah, and Beis. The Gemara in Chagiga tells us, Omar Rabbah, Barav Khan, Omar Yechanan, Im Dom Harav Lamalach Hashem, if a Rebbe is like a Malach of Hashem, he's so perfect like a Malach, Yevakshu Termipiu, you should learn Torah from his mouth, you should learn Torah from him. Vim Lav, and if he's not like a Malach, he's no perfect, not perfect like a Malach, Al Yevakshu Termipiu, do not learn Torah from him. Now how are we meant to understand this Gemara? Most Rebbeim are not perfect like a Malach. Most Rebbeim are not perfect like a Malach. If most Rebbeim are not perfect like a Malach, who are we supposed to learn from? 
And you're going to find one person, so the whole world is going to learn by one person. What's this going to telling us? And some sort of continues and explains, and, and the Palm often said the same thing, that a Malach is an Omid. A Malach is someone who stands wherever he is. He's an Omid, which means the where he is created, he cannot go up in a level, he can't go down a level. A Malach just does what Hashem instructs him to do. A human being, on the other hand, he has Bechira, he has free choice. And therefore, he can listen to Hashem and go up with Dragas. He can now listen to Hashem and go down with Dragas. And therefore, while a Malach is an Aymed, a person is a Hailach, a person could continue to grow all the time. And therefore, explains our Palm, as well as some Sefer, that a Rebbe should be somebody who is focusing completely on his Talmidim, on his students. And therefore, he's giving up his own growth for the growth of his Talmidim. A Rebbe should be like a Malach, which means that he's an Aymed, he doesn't grow. It comes time to learn something. The Rebbe doesn't learn what he wants to learn. He learns what the Talmidim want to learn. A Rebbe wants to go and learn a certain topic, but no, right now I have to spend time reviewing with the Talmidim. A Rebbe wants to learn something else. He says, no, I have to figure out this piece I'm teaching tomorrow. What's the best way to teach it? And he gives up. He sacrifices his own growth for the growth of his Talmidim. Says the Gemara, Im harav Hashem, if he's going to be like a Malach, he's ready to be an Ayman and not grow, that's the one, that's the Rebbe you should learn from. And you'll be successful if you learn from such a Rebbe. Vim Lav, he's a Rebbe, he's also focused on his own growth, he's concerned that he should strike. Al Yavachu do not learn from him. Explains some Sefer, and he says it from his, uh, from his Rebbe, the Afla, in the Sefer Panam Yafis, the Pasha of Yera, the flaw says this, the Chassam Sefer says, what this means is as follows, that this Rebbe, he's giving up everything for his Talmidim, he's an Aymed. But why would a Rebbe want to do that? You only get to live once here, it's like a game of uh, musical chairs. Play musical chairs? Once the music's over, what happens? That's right, they're, they're, that's it, the game's over. If you have a seat, you have a seat. If you don't have a seat, you lose out. This world is meant to work, and the next world is meant for the reward. If I'm not going to go and improve myself over here and develop myself over here, very nice I develop my Talmidim. But in the next world, that's it. I won't have anything. Explain to Chassam Seifer that if a person makes himself like a Malach on this world, like an Ayman on this world, then the next world will be a Hailach. In the next world, he'll continue to go. Because when his Talmidim will tire, the Rebbe of the next world will gain from it. When his Talmidim keeps Shabbos, in the next world, the Rebbe will gain from it. When the Tamidim do chesed, in the next world, the Rebbe will gain from it. And so to every person. They bring up their children properly. And they say the children go in the Derech HaTayra. All the mitzvahs that children do, all the mitzvahs that grandchildren do, all the Shabbos they keep, the food that's kosher that they eat, the chesed that they do, all that will go to the parent. And therefore someone who sacrifices his own growth in this world, in this world, he's like a Malach, he's an Ayyad, and in the next world, instead of being an Ayyad, he will be a Hailach. He will continue to gain from it. And that's what it means, Yaakov Avinu Lomes. Because Yaakov kept on getting the system of his children. Rav Noach Weinberg, Zechitzah who started many yeshivas until he founded Eish and brought back thousands and thousands of people to Yiddishkeit. He was somebody who put his own growth on hold for others. He once mentioned 
they commented that when he started his first yeshiva called Magen Avram, he found himself, he was forgetting his learning. He said he used to be able to, at certain samanim, certain signs that he made for himself, and using that he was able to review the entire Shulchan Aruch by heart. The entire Shulchan Aruch by heart. Now in order to review it, it means you have to learn it. No, not Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch. The entire Shulchan Aruch he learned by heart. And he found himself after a few weeks of running his yeshiva that he was forgetting it. And he asked advice from the G'dayim what to do. Evidently he was told to continue because he continued. And that's what he would tell his Talmidim. One time a Talmud came to him. And this Talmud, Rav Noach felt, would be very, very successful in Kirov. And this Talmud came to Rav Noach and he said, you know, Rebbe, he goes, I want to go to a regular yeshiva. I want to go and I want to learn Lambdas. I want to do a high-level learning and Avnoch Weinberg looked at him and said, but I think it'd be so good in Kirov, going out and teaching people about Hashem. And this Talmud said, I know, but I didn't have a chance to learn when I was younger, I'm a Baal I would like to go and learn Lambdas and learn in a real yeshiva. Avnoch Weinberg looked at him and said, I want you to know that if I would have done what you're saying now, you would still be in college, stoned and drunk. But you're here today because I sacrificed my learning. So you can come and learn, and you should do the same. Where did Noach Weinberg get such a strong feeling of this from? He said over, a mushal, Chavetz Chaim used to say, a fellow once came to the Chavetz Chaim, who was a rabbi, and he said, I don't want to be a rabbi anymore. I want to go and focus on my own learning. And the Chavetz Chaim said, tell me, how much does a pair of boots cost in the small village you come from? So let's just use dollars, he said. The village I come from, a pair of boots would be $50. He said, in Warsaw, in the big city of Warsaw, how much do you think a pair of boots costs there? He said, $30. So tell me, why do you think in your little village it costs $50, and in Warsaw, the same pair of boots would cost $50? And the answer, of course, is because in the small village of War, uh, a small village that you're from, they sell very few pairs of boots. And therefore, in order to make a profit, they have to charge a large profit. But in the big cities, they sell so many boots that they can sell the boots for less and still make a large profit. The Chavetz Chaim told this Rebbe, he says the same thing. Yes, you can grow and you'll make yourself bigger. But how much of a profit will be to the Rebbe Shalom? How much profit are you worth? But if you go and you teach other people Torah, each one of those all to maybe have a smaller profit. You'll have a smaller profit. But when you put them all together, the profit will be much, much greater. And that's how we understand Yaakov Avinu Lomes. person goes and he makes himself an aimet to work for others, to bring up others. He himself will never lose and he will keep on growing. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.